Hey, this is in my humble opinion with Chaz Douglas. I got a very special guest. I got Aisha Cunningham on. Thank you, Aisha, for coming on today. Of course. Thank you for having me. Uh, I want to first start off with this. So mm-hmm. I know you, we, we both worked at U Prep schools last Well, I worked at U Prep. UPA last year you you're still at UPAD and mm-hmm. one thing I wanted to say was like I really respect you know that was my first year working in high school and I really mm-hmm. res- respect you know what you what you all do um as far as you know I know that we deal with a lot of or, or, or service a lot of families and students that you know have you know trauma you know mm-hmm. with, with the demographic of students that we we service because you know y'all down the street from UPA, so it's mm-hmm. like the same students. So I, I have a lot of respect for you or with that, you know, coupled with you know just the effects of the post pandemic. So I do, mm-hmm. you know, want to say that I I respect you and 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 I you know have a lot of admiration for you know you and uh you know supporting those students in that way and just want to encourage you to continue doing what you're doing thank you thank you so much yes it's definitely a time (laughs) yeah yeah so yes thank you for that so i know that like because i i listened you know you got you are on like uh instagram live and i know you Mm -hmm. have the community conversations like can you talk about a little bit about where where that came from and how you got that started Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, aside from being a school counselor, I'm a therapist. Um, and I have a passion, I'll say, for like, you know, our community, African American community. And I've been able to just see from the outside looking in, um, so many disconnects when it comes to communication, um, as well as topics that I feel like we either don't know how to address um, or if it is addressed, it's addressed by people who don't necessarily have the right intentions behind it. Like, you know, there's a lot of toxic topics Mm -hmm. um, of discussion that are highlighted on social media. Um, And so I wanted to like create a space that was safe um where we could just address a variety of different things so like the first conversation i had was about black men and grieving okay yeah um because yeah because that's just the unfortunately we don't address what that looks like Mm -hmm. um or how as a black woman um how we can support the men in our lives who may have experienced grief which most (laughs) people have experienced Mm -hmm. some level um of that so that's like the 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 thought behind it and why i kind of started it and 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 that kind of goes into what like why i wanted you to be on because i know like i wanted to talk a little bit about mental health Mm -hmm. and i just you know i i want to i know you you i'm glad you answered that you know you told the the listeners like you are a licensed therapist you're a school counselor so it's just not the, you know, some of the things that you're going to be talking about isn't just like you just made them up. Like you have experience, mm-hmm. education to back what you're saying. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say are some some topics or some 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 hard conversations that you you're looking to explore, looking to have have a a dialogue to be able to have African Americans to like express themselves and 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 have you know some a, a good dialogue where it's healthy. Because mm-hmm. um, I know you talked about black men mm-hmm. and grief. So is it mm-hmm. was it is it something else? I mean, I know you're gonna have other topics. What what's something else that you feel like is the the black community needs to talk about? Mm-hmm. Oh, so much. Um, <laughs> um. So the uh, uh the re- the most recent one I did was just talking about dating and relationships um, and what that looks like right now. Um, and kind of like, you know, the season that we're in, um, and that kind of just came about because of that whole, you know, dating list where I'm not, where I'm not going to go and don't take me to the cheesecake factory and all the things, which is nonsense. Um, and so something that, um, I guess I would want to continue to discuss is just like things surrounding relationships, marriage, um, what it looks like to have like practical tips on how to have healthy communication, mm-hmm. um, different mental health topics regarding like, you know, anxiety, stress management, um, what depression looks like. Um, because we assume certain mental health challenges look a certain way. And just for an example, like black women who deal with depression, it shows up as irritability. Um, and anger mm-hmm. and people assume like, oh, black women are just, no, sis is just really sad and she doesn't mm-hmm. have the the tools to help her maneuver through when she's having, you know, a moment of feeling really low um, because she doesn't have the language um, to kind of talk about those things. So just honestly, anything, any human experience um, topic that you know we just may not always have the space to talk about those things is is what I, I'd be discussing. So it kind of just comes up as um you know things come up for me. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. And 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 I think one of the things that I heard you say, you know, you said today and then you also said it I think in in the um the grief the men mm-hmm. with grief and you, you were talking about, you know, the community conversations you, you want to talk, you want to have hard conversations, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, th- why do you think it's important to have those hard conversations? Because I think is, I think it's important. Like you kind of really understand who you're talking to when you mm-hmm. do have those conversations. And then you can, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times when it's on the surface, you really, you know, you re- really don't dig deep and, mm-hmm understand so why do you think it's important to have hard conversations whether it's you know dating whether it's is you know mental health or whatever it is that you know that, that they you know the individual is going to be talking about mm-hmm. I mean because that's just how we grow um that's how we get better that's how we um expand our level of understanding um Everything now is just like cut off culture. So 
you know, if I feel uncomfortable or I don't want to talk about certain things, then I'm just not going to talk about it or Mm -hmm. I'm just not going to deal with this person. And that's not always necessarily the solution. Um, Having uncomfortable conversations or how, um, or another way I put it is like a courageous conversation. Mm -hmm. It helps us to be solution Mm-hmm. oriented it helps us to understand that some conflict is actually healthy yeah um and that's how we build um just our level of understanding one another we're relational beings we're mm-hmm. not we weren't created to do anything alone mm-hmm. um and so having hard conversations tough conversations however you know you want to describe it is necessary Mm-hmm. In any relationship, whether it's family, whether it's a parent to child, whether it's sister to brother, whether it's, you know, a romantic relationship, a, a boss, an employee, whatever, we're always going to be in some sort of relational, um, you know, relationship, I'll say. We're always mm-hmm. going to be in relation with with someone else. And so you have to learn how to talk to one another. You know what what just came to me was you're a hundred percent right. You is is better to you know, one thing we, we talked about because I was in the Air Force and they say be comfortable mm-hmm. with being uncomfortable. So it mm-hmm. is I you know, like as you were talking, I was thinking, well, because we have to have these conversations in so many areas of our life, work, family, that mm-hmm. it's best to just, you know, just to start you know, having those conversations. Can mm-hmm. you think of like a, a, a courageous, con- I like what you said, not a hard conversation, but a courageous conversation that courageous conversation that you had that was beneficial. Like after you had it, it was like, you were like, I'm glad we had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I have to have them um, or I've had to have them, you know, often just, because of the field that I'm in. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, one personally, um, someone that I, I guess, you know, I'll say talking to, um, kind of recognized that we weren't on the same page, basically. Um, And because I already had a friendship with this person, you know, prior to deciding to see, you know, where things could go, um, I was able to, you know, have that conversation in a way where um, that was, even though it was kind of, I don't want to say scary, but it was kind of nerve wracking because it's just Mm -hmm. like, you know, We've had this friendship. We were trying to see where where this could go, but we're not really on the same page. And what you are, what you have the capacity to give me right now is not enough Mm -hmm. because I am in the space where I have done the work. I have, um, I know where I'm headed. I know um, what I want, you know, in terms of, you know, dating intentionally and to eventually be married and all the things. And there's mm-hmm. no rush in the process to get there, but that's where I know that I'm headed. And the person, you know, just wasn't there, which is perfectly fine mm-hmm. because you need to be honest 
about where you are. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes what we'll do is though, is that one person will just go along with where the other person is at. And that just leaves that person unhappy mm. or, or frustrated or stressed out because you're trying to deny the fact that you guys are in the alignment just isn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wasn't going to be unhappy or stress myself out to just continue to go with the flow and see where it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's unfair to me and yeah. that would be unfair to him for me to put pressure on him to be somewhere that he's not. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I would consider that like, you know, a courageous conversation oh, that and Hey, this is, you know, where we are and, this is what we need to do moving forward in terms of boundaries that we need to have. No, that's, that's good. What's your position on, you know, when you say it was a, a, you know, it was a friend, what's your position on going to that next step with a friend? Because I've been being, having female friends. I say I had a couple female friends where it's like, I want to, I want to try to date you, but then I don't know if, you know, if it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. what's going to happen after that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, is the friendship more important? It, us trying to get in, in a relationship, is that more important than our friendship? What is your position on on that? Because it seemed like you you look, you sound like you were, you know, open to dating mm-hmm. one of your friends. What's your position on, like, if you have a good friendship with a, someone of the opposite sex? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, honestly, (laughs) I think you just have to use discernment. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, um, although we were friends, there had always been like this underlying level of attraction, Mm -hmm. flirtatious, you know what I'm saying? Like there was always that. So it wasn't hard to say like, okay, let's, let's see what this is. But if I honestly used discernment, I would have, I knew, I know him. Okay. So I already know what you're ready for, what you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that if we're honest with ourselves and if we're really communicating with God in our own personal relationship, God is going to let you know, like, whether this is OK to do mm-hmm. or not. And I didn't necessarily involve God in that process. OK, now that's that's huge. You know, God definitely will, will um, you know, lead you and, and guide you in the right direction. So I know you said you wanted to be married. What are, like what are some like some qualities that you're like if you had I don't want to say a perfect man, but like a <laughs> ideal like you know a, being realistic, what would be some qualities that you're looking for in a husband? Mm-hmm. Um first of all, a personal relationship with God that's mm-hmm. evident yeah. in the way that he speaks, the way that he carries himself, the decisions that he makes. Um, because you can tell when God is involved, mm. um, and, and you, and it's hard to fake. Yeah. Um, so an authentic, genuine personal relationship with God is number one. Um, because if you have that, then everything else is just going to fall into place. Um, someone with a sense of humor. Okay. <laughs> I okay. am a goofball, but also the work that I do is very serious. And I just don't want to come home to somebody <laughs> who's like a stick in the mud, you know, like yeah, yeah. I just, I need a like, 
humor is a safe space for me. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of other qualities I would say um, would be community and family oriented because mm-hmm. um, I'm very close to my family and the work that I do is like community driven. So mm-hmm. if you don't understand that or if you don't have that piece, it could kind of be like, um, well, why are you doing like, you know, you would just mm-hmm. always question why someone is doing something. Um, um, also, I would say, um, someone who is self aware, um, in a, in a communication way. Um, I know about myself that I am a process thinker, which means that if something, if someone is saying something to me, whether you know, it's it hurt my feelings or I may take it the wrong way or we're having a difficult conversation. I know that I need time to like process what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to say, Hey, um, I know you want to talk about this right now, but what you're saying is is a lot for me to process. So I would like some time to to think on what you're saying before I respond. And we can come back to that. Mm -hmm. Um, Versus, being offended and shutting down and being passive aggressive. Like Mm. when you don't know the type of thinker that you are, if you don't know like your, how you communicate or what you need in terms of like communication, Mm -hmm. then it's very hard to, to really build with someone. And so I would just like someone who has taken some time to figure out, who they are as a person and like what they'll need in the relationship, especially when it comes to communication. No, that's good. I got, I got two questions to follow Mm -hmm. up with that. So did you, uh, one, I want to say, I want to ask when you, when you talking about you, a know how a person, you know, you can tell if a, if a man is, has this personal relationship with God by how they carry themselves what does that look like? And have you seen a person try to fake it to try to, to try, not not to win you over, but to try to, I don't mm-hmm. wanna, I know you know saying. what I'm saying? <laughs> have you I seen know, somebody fake it? And Absolutely. how did you, how did, like, how did, like, what, what's that process like? What does that look like when you know that a man really has a, true you know true relationship with god and then what does it not look like when they're trying to fake it um a man of god is gonna have boundaries and he's he's gonna be confident in what those boundaries are and he's going to be confident in just who he is knowing that as he is he's good enough and so He'll he'll create room for you to also show up fully. Mm. Um, someone who fakes it <laughs> is it, it's like an act, and he'll <laughs> eventually he'll eventually say things mm. that don't align with what he initially said, and his mm. actions won't align with anything that he's talking about. Mm. So, an example would be one of my. Um, the first serious dating relationship that I was in, um, you know, he came off very, you know, I know God, let me pray for you, <laughs> all the things, you know. 
And, you know, yeah, we can be celibate and mm. that's not a problem, all the things. But then his frustration and agitation when it came to intimacy became a, a big deal. And he mm. became mean. Mm. And it's just like, okay, well then why would you try to lie and say yeah. you were about this life? And then when you see that I truly am about that life, you're now being rude and mm. mean and treating me like I'm second best. Mm. Um, and so people's fruit or their intentions will always come to light. Mm. That's good. Period. Yeah. Um, and nobody is perfect. Like, and I'm not saying like, you know, practicing abstinence or being celibate in a relationship is easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get frustrated. You're gonna yeah. be like to hell with this sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, because that's a natural biological, you know, yeah. thing that you want to engage in. However, there's a level of accountability and there's a level of boundaries that you will honor. Mm-hmm. Um if you are truly, um, if that's what you all decide to do and you have that personal conviction. And I think it also is all it, it, it the, the frustration might be like temporary, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it might just be in the moment, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you, you look at it like, Hey, if I'm trying to, I'm doing this, I'm trying to be pure for God. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a, a long, like I'm not going to treat you like that because I know, you know, you're trying to, you're being, trying to be obedient and you're trying mm-hmm. to have me, you're helping me be obedient. So mm-hmm. that, no, that's, that's good. Mm-hmm. Did you, last year, I know we, we did a series, you all, didn't you all like meet with the leadership team with, with Rich and Dr. Tishner and I forgot mm-hmm. the line. And so when you were talking about being passive aggressive, mm-hmm. when you, cause we were talking about communication styles. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was aggressive, it was assertive, it was passive aggressive, and then it was mm-hmm. passive. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, we took the, you know, we did the, the different activities and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was I told them like some some individual said, Hey, I was I'm mostly passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Some said, Hey, I'm assertive, some say I'm, you know, dependent, you know, depending on what the situation was. And I said, like, as I got older, as I've been, you know, either I'm not, either I'm going to say something or I'm not like either I'm going to, and I wouldn't say it's passive. I just say like, it was, it's just not worth me getting into it with you. But mm-hmm. one thing that I, I don't, I'm not going to say I don't get along with them, but it's, mm-hmm. I'm, it's <laughs> a challenge to communicate with somebody that is passive aggressive. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. I was like, and I, I was honest in there and I said, I really don't like if somebody says something is like, what do I do? Because, you know, because a lot of, you know, they, I know they might be talking to me mm-hmm. or not talking to me, but they say something that I might've done or something. And it's like, how do mm-hmm. I respond to that? Because it's like, you're not talking to me directly. So what do I do? What do I say? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a challenge for me to, talk to somebody or not talk to somebody, but be in a relationship or be in some type of communication with somebody that's passive aggressive, because it's like either just tell me or don't tell me, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't just 
put it out there and then not mm-hmm. saying. I mean, and then just I gotta guess it's me or not. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you said being passive aggressive, I'm like, I do not. I I, I risk a person would just either not say something or say it, you know, mm-hmm. because that you know that's just how I am. But mm-hmm. one thing that they they did tell me is like, okay, if you know somebody's being passive aggressive, maybe ask some questions to get clarification and I'm not, not making them be assertive, but mm-hmm. guiding them in the direction to where they can address me if it's mm-hmm. directed at me. So mm-hmm. when you said the, the passive aggressive, I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> so I say this, I mean, was you going to say something? No, no, no. It's, okay. I, I think that that's a good thing to know about yourself. Yeah. Though. Because then you can be clear and say, hey, that doesn't really work for me. Um, or these are the things that I need or I like when it comes to communication. You know, if you struggle in this area, um, you know, let me know or whatever the case is. Like you you are self-aware in that way where then you'll be able to communicate what your need is when there is a conflict. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, just don't, yeah, yeah. don't just shout stuff out. And then yeah. it's just is not meant for you know what I mean it's meant mm-hmm. for me but it's not meant for me like don't right. just just tell me mm-hmm. um what, like I said one reason I, I wanted you on because you know just because of the mental health background and mm-hmm. um just to be transparent with with listeners one of the the things that I you know I want people to learn from something that I went through and I'm just I mean I just put it out there so is an end of is a woman that I I dated for you know for for some time, mm-hmm. and at the at the time like I did not know some of these terms. That's why I, you know I sent you some terms, mm-hmm. and so I I was kind of like beating myself up, like you know, like at the you know because it was a, a breakup, and then you know information came to me about you know some type of you know, being unfaithful and lying Mm. and all this stuff. So what I thought was like, well, do I, you know, I I said, well, do I need to reevaluate how I'm dating or like Mm. what, what kind of person is this to do that? And Mm. so I'm not a doctor and I I can't diagnose anybody. You know, it was just some people saying, well, I think that person might've been a narcissist and, you know, like Mm. not being in this, this this you know this time like that that personality disorder is used loosely um so i'm not going to say that person is that is because i i don't know like they might have some qualities and it was like so you know some some um some of my friends that are in a you know similar field you know social mm-hmm. workers were sending me like videos i don't i don't i was listening you know looking at these videos on youtube and some of the terms that were the videos that were used. Now, I don't know if these, I can't remember because this was like a, a couple years ago. Some of the the videos, I don't know if they were therapists or not, but they, mm-hmm. but some of the things that they were, it was like, it was almost like listening or watching these videos. Like it was almost like they knew the, like they were telling me about my relationship with this person, you mm-hmm. know, as far as like the love bomb and like giving me gifts and, and, you know, just the, the way, you know, giving me the love like I'm I'm my love language is quality time and mm-hmm. physical touch so giving mm-hmm. me what I my you know 
loving me by my love language or mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it was triangulation where it's like another person and it is like you kind of got to fight for that attention and mm-hmm. and then the gaslighting where it's like you know so can you like speak on just you know like you don't have to go into like great details but like I said a lot of times people use the the term narcissist and it's really, you know, just because a because a person's arrogant doesn't mean they're a nar- narcissist. You know, mm-hmm. it is a personality disorder. Can you like go into, you know, talk a little bit about the knowledge that you have on like some of those terms, like gaslighting, love bombing, and and um, uh, what was that? love bombing and triangulation? Mm-hmm. Um. So in terms of like, and let me make sure I'm answering your uh, question. Okay. So you want to know like how that shows up in relationships? Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want people to understand like if they're in a relationship with a person, some, maybe some signs to look for if this person may be doing that to them because it's, it's, it's usually an unhealthy relationship if it is. And, and, Mm -hmm. And my, you know, like being, I just didn't, I, you know, I didn't know what it, you know, what those were. It was just like, it was a roller coaster. It was this or that. And so I just kind of want people to understand or to get, have some type of knowledge or some type of science to know like, okay, this part, maybe I, these are some red flags that I need to look for mm-hmm. being in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, now I will say, um, narcissist has become like a buzzword. Um, like, you know, oh, if this person was like mean or yeah. um, mm-hmm. was, you know, cocky, they're a narcissist. That's not really what a yeah. narcissist is. A narcissist is someone who is literally incapable of empathy. Mm. Okay. It's someone who has like this grandiose idea of who they are and like their place in the world. Like there's nobody more brilliant, mm. more um powerful beautiful than they are um and there's like this excessive need for um to be validated and admired um and if that's not given then you're met with you know like like the other word did you mention like gaslighting behavior mm-hmm. so they do things to provoke you and then make make it seem like you're the the crazy person mm-hmm. or you're the person who deserves to be treated this way mm-hmm. um because they're not getting their needs met um an example of what that would look like would be um is that relationship that i mentioned um that i was in earlier um this person, <laughs> this was another, um, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm just like, Lord, uh, it's just some nonsense that I've, I, in my twenties, I just dealt with, but, um, this person had came over to have Bible study at my parents' house or whatever. Cause my parents, you know, we have like this little family Bible study. We That's do awesome. or whatever. And, um, he came over, this was like the second time he had, you know, met my family or whatever. And my mom has a gift of discernment. Like she can, you ain't got to tell her what's going on. (laughs) She gonna, she's going to read you. Mm -hmm. And so she was encouraging him based off of what she was discerning. 
that he was dealing with. And he took that as I told my mom his business. And I was just oh. like, I didn't tell my mom anything like oh, that we've talked about. Like, that's her spiritual gift. Like, mm-hmm. there are things that she knew that I did not tell her. Mm-hmm. Um, just about me, shoot. Yeah. And so if you but if you're not spiritual and you don't have the relationship with God, when somebody start reading you, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're not gonna know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. And so um I mean, he was livid. Mm-hmm. And I was leaving to go on an HBC t- HBCU tour with some of my students. And um, he was supposed to pick me up from my apartment and take me to the drop-off point. Um, he didn't talk to me for like days after that. And then leading up to him, you know, taking me to the, to the drop-off point, he hadn't talked to me for days prior to that. Um, was giving me like the silent treatment. Um, when he came to get me, he threw my bags in the car. Oh, wow. He um was basically going off on me, like you a liar. You, you know, I know you did X, Y, and Z. I can't trust you. Like basically making it seem like I'm, I'm the cause of his behavior towards mm. me. And while I'm on this tour, I'm distraught because Mm. I'm just like, I didn't do anything to you, but you're making me feel like the reason why we're having this issue is something that I did. Um, And so I'm on the tour for like a week and this is maybe like my fifth day in. He decides he wants to reach out to me. And then he was just like, um, you know, he started asking me like, um, gaslighting questions like oh did I make you cry Mm. oh did I really hurt your feelings and he was like he had a um like a humorous tone like he was he was laughing about this Mm. um and so that is what like those behaviors look like Mm. someone is is making you feel like you are the cause of their responses and their reactions um, no level of empathy or understanding, and they find joy out of you being upset in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 that. Do you think they they know and they they're really smart, so they like know good times to do that because if you think about it, if you're on this tour, you know, and I and you know. Similar to a you know experience I had, like I'm at work and you wanna you wanna talk about this while I'm at work, like you mm-hmm. know, like I'm not, you know, like that throw you know like that throw my whole day off with me trying mm-hmm. to discuss certain things. So do you think they know the time? Like they know bad timing and will try to talk to you then? It's like a um, it's like a level of how their mind works if that if that makes sense because being a narcissist is actually like a clinical term it's Mm -hmm. actually what people can be diagnosed with and most like most sociopaths Mm -hmm. are considered narcissists okay because they don't feel anything it's like in their minds their their like their reality is this makes sense to me 
okay. to do this. So it's not even like about timing. It's just that th- these responses or what I'm what I'm giving you make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I say like narcissists, we got to it's such a buzzword because most of the times these people are find joy out of harming, whether that's physical, whether that's emotional and verbal. Um, that's how their minds work. And at the end of the day, everything is spiritual. So this is like, you know, mm-hmm. a spirit that people are like truly battling with. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, you know, they're unaware that they're even battling with it. So um, if you are recognizing that someone is finding joy out of or or doesn't even have a level of understanding to even create space for you to talk about how you feel, acknowledge how you feel, validate how you feel um, without it being like an issue or them taking it personally to the point where they want to make you feel like you are the root cause of all of the issues, then you might want to consider, you know, like, "Eh, this may not be the healthiest space for me. You're right. I I, I agree with that. How do, how can somebody find, how can somebody like evaluate that? Because like, sometimes you can be in it and not know Mm -hmm. what's going, you know, you just don't know because it's just, you're in it. Mm-hmm. So you kind of almost need like somebody on the outside because like I say from my, you know, my experience, I didn't really see until after it was over. Like mm-hmm. this is what I was in, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so, and, and I was able to like walk away just because we were able to like not be able to, you know, we parted ways. I didn't see, we you know, we had no type of communication. Mm-hmm. And so it was easier for me. I'm glad. And I, I'm glad she, cause she ended it with me mm-hmm. and I'm glad she did that. Cause I, I might not would have ended it with her because I just didn't, I felt like it would have been like, I feel like I would have hurt her feelings because you know mm-hmm. how they, you know, that it was all on me. So mm-hmm. like, I'm just curious to know like how somebody would know that they're in that mm-hmm. because you can kind of get engulfed in that and really don't know that you're in it. Mhm. Mhm. I think it all comes down to like knowing what you want in a relationship. Period. And knowing how you deserve to be treated and what you desire, mm-hmm. the type of relationship that you desire. Um you have to know that for yourself. And when anything is not Now, we're not looking for perfect people because perfect people don't exist. Like, everybody's going to have their own quirks. Mm -hmm. You know, us as individuals, we have our own, you know, things like, oh, I know this person is going to have to have a little patience in this area with me. Um, But at the, as a foundational, at a foundational level, you have to know how you deserve to be treated. And if it's not aligning with that, you have to have enough confidence to say, you know what, this isn't working. And I do believe that God is going to partner me with someone that aligns with what I desire because your desires are aligned with what God desires for you as well. So you're not just, you're not just picking stuff, random stuff like, Oh, this person has to want to go on five vacations a year. Um, well, that's not 
really? <laughs> Practical. You yeah. can't not want to be in a relationship because they don't want to take five vacations with you. Maybe you have to compromise them. Let's at least go one place. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we want them to be realistic um, expectations. Um, but when you are clear on what you want, you won't even like, if that were to happen, this, if I were to meet that person, that I was dealing with in my twenties now at, it wouldn't fly. We wouldn't yeah. get past the first date. Yeah. Because right. I know who I am, whose I am, what I want, and how I deserve to be treated. Um so you I think a, a lot of times people stay in things because they don't know that or they're afraid yeah. to let yeah. go because That's they feel true. like they won't, yeah. you know, get anything um better. But you know how you deserve to be treated. And if it's not aligning with that, then you have to let it go. No, nah, that's good. What would you say? How would you know somebody is healed? Like to start a relationship? Um, I think healing is continuous. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think that we reach this level of ta da, yeah. you know, I have it all together. Yeah. Um, I think that um we're always going to have things to work on. And the beauty of being connected with someone and the beauty of like, you know, marriage in general is this person is a mirror. And Mm. so it pushes you to become more refined. Um, And I think that we've been sold a lie a lot of times of, Oh, you need to be this person in order to be connected with someone. Mm. And you don't have to be, you just have to be doing what you know you need to do in your own personal walk Mm -hmm. right so i know if god is telling me aisha you need to you know finish this this book and you know keep um being disciplined in your finances then i'm going to keep doing those things and eventually i know i'm going to align with whoever you know Mm -hmm. a a good choice for me and because I've already been working on these things, it won't be such a, you know, a task once we're joined together because I have already been obedient in what God has been telling me to do. Um, and I think that's really the most important thing. Have you already been being obedient in, in what you need to be doing? Because that's also going to come with whatever healing needs to be done, whatever issues need to be addressed. You're already in the process of addressing those things. That's good. And, you know, when you're connected with someone, it's just, you know, you just, you kind of like, you know, join forces. Oh, okay, well, this is something I've been working on. Or these are things that, you know, I still need to, areas I still need to grow in. Um, and you're able to communicate those things. But I don't think that, um, I think that in, like, I guess a, a, another way to phrase it would be, how do you know when when this is a, a, a good choice for me, honestly? Mm-hmm. Um Instead of looking for like, okay, how do you know when someone is healed? No, how do I know this is a good choice for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> for where I am and where I, where I'm headed? Because a lot of times we also make decisions in terms of who we partner in relationships with based on who we are right now, mm-hmm. not who we are continuing to evolve into. So mm-hmm. is this someone I can evolve with? Oh, that's good. Um, <clears throat> it's something that you know I would, I would think about more versus you know, do this person got it all together. Do you, do you feel like 
being a therapist is is challenging to date just because you know do you have that uh, that guy to say well you know I don't want him her to be you know analyzing me or or you know like how does how the, the, like do, do you do you see like a challenge or like some guys may be intimidated that you may you know um I'm not gonna say trigger but bring some things out <laughs> that they don't want to you know they they might be. I'm not gonna say hi then, but you don't. Do you get what no, I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I absolutely understand what you're saying. And yes, sometimes it has made this difficult. Um, <laughs> not because, first of all, it's just like if you think I want to sit here and analyze you, <laughs> or I have the energy to, you got another thing coming. Like yeah. I that this is what I do. It's not who I am. Mm-hmm. And I think that mature individuals are able to separate the two. Like, okay, if you're an engineer, I'm not expecting you to <laughs> be in engineer mode all the time mm-hmm. or teacher mode all day or whatever the case is, because that's you're just utilizing the gifts that God gave you. That that doesn't mean that's like who you are as a whole <clears throat> person. Um, I think that for me, like personally, like I don't I think it's given me an advantage in terms of um knowing how to just make space for someone. Um, But, and also being aware of listening. Mm. Um, So I think there's an advantage to it, but also I had got to a place where I stopped telling people what I do because then it'll turn into Mm -hmm. them wanting me to be their therapist and that's <laughs> yeah. not what this is yeah, that's <laughs> so I've just been honestly I've had to completely shift how I view dating like within this past year um and I just don't I I don't do anything without really asking God every step of the way like okay God well you know I need you to show me x y and z or I need you to you know, give me the green light. Is this okay to move forward with like God is involved in the entire process. Um, and so that has made it or my view of dating, um, you know, just different. So I, I just, I just feel like I get, I've been asking for more wisdom and what to say, when to bring things up. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's okay to, you know, talk about certain things. Um, and that comes with, you know, also talking about what I do. Um, but like I said, there are people who, you know, are mature enough to understand that's just, that's the profession. It's not who I am. That, so what, what, what would you say, you know, you having this, your, your time with God and you asking God questions, what's, what has been like, you may want to go in one direction and, and God mm-hmm. had you do something different. You got an example mm-hmm. of like dating with God compared to dating without God or dating, you know, I should say dating when God is leading you compared to dating where you kind of ask God at, you know, after the fact, after you've been mm-hmm. in something like, what's that look like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like the way God talks to me, he immediately tells me no. Okay. Like, if it's like, no. Okay. Like, I'll immediately be like, mm, okay. 
Um, but in the past, even though God has always talked to me, I would just ignore the no. Oh, okay. And that's what that looks like doing it without him. <laughs> is ignoring the discernment and being like, oh, we okay. I mean, <laughs> but this person is nice. Or, you know, they are, you know, they do have X, Y, and Z or whatever the case is. And now it's just like, okay, if I hear no, then that's just what it is. And I got to believe that, <clears throat> you know, it's no for a reason. And, you know, I just move along. Um, is it challenging? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my faith has gotten to a point where I know that I'm going to be a wife. I know that I'm going to have my own family. I know these things. Mm-hmm. These things are sure. So, if I hear no, that's okay. And when I hear that it's okay to move forward with something, you know, that's also great. So Yeah, that's good. I've been one of one of the, the verses I've been um I memorize because I try to memorize verses, you know, mm-hmm. throughout the week or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like the um do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer petition with Thanksgiving make your request to God and a peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. And so mm-hmm. the request has been, I want to request something, but then it, I ought to, you know, like in my mind, but I say, I want your perfect will. Cause whatever that is, is going to be better than me, you know, mm-hmm. better than what I want. So that's now that's, that's, that's great. That's great. Hey, Aisha, I had a good, this was, you had a, you did a good job. This was a great uh, conversation. <laughs> Thank you so much. I enjoyed the conversation yeah. as well. Um, So can you give, and I'm going to put the link on, I mean, I'll put your, like, your tagline or, you know, your account mm-hmm. so that, you know, people can, can see your um community conversations. Cause I think that though, you know, you're going to have some really good conversation. You, you had some and you're going to have some really mm-hmm. good conversation in the future. What's, what's your, like, where, where can I, see you at okay um instagram is where i'm um at the most um and that's ac the therapist um you said ac the therapist right mm-hmm. okay all right i'll put it on there too but i just want you to say it yeah <laughs> yeah that's where you can follow me okay oh you know what i do want to i do want to end with this so mm-hmm. i say after that relationship i had i thought about um going to you know going to therapy mm-hmm. what are some signs or what you know because but because what what i was telling some of my friends like how do i i don't know what to what i'm looking for it's almost mm-hmm. you know, like like you know in a in a woman i know like okay i want this i want this but it's like mm-hmm. i don't know anything about i mean i know a little bit about therapy but it's like what's some mm-hmm. signs to know that you are you you're you're with a good a therapist that fits you because you might have a good one, but it might that person what I'm being told that that person might not fit you. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say be patient in the process of finding a therapist. It's, it's also kind of like dating, like you, you know, some people's styles um, may not fit you. Meaning um, if you don't want someone who's super direct, you know, if someone <laughs> is super direct and you're not, you know, that doesn't really work for you, then you may be like, hmm, well, this person, I don't really feel like this person is is listening. It seems like they want to already jump to a solution and that's not what I'm looking for. Um, So really, it is a space where you feel safe, 
where you feel like you can talk about anything, where you are guiding the conversation, where you are saying, hey, this is what I want to talk about today. And your therapist flows with you, um, where there is a level of healthy accountability, um, because therapy isn't just a space to vent or you know mm-hmm. talk about day to day, but it is actually work. Mm-hmm. that comes along with it um so you know your therapist may give you homework or they may you know um <clears throat> remind you of something that you said that you wanted to work through um so there's a level of healthy accountability as well um so and, and you feel like your therapist is attentive like they're actively listening to you they're not falling asleep they're not eating <laughs> you know while they um, you know, now I have like rapport with my clients or whatever. And, you know, I may say like, oh, girl, you know, I, I didn't, you know, get a chance to eat anything today. Oh, okay. We snacking, you know, our session. They be like, girl, yeah, because that's the rapport that I've built. Mm-hmm. It's not the first session that I've done yeah. it or like, you know what I'm saying? Or that I'm getting to know the client where I'm like, you know, just snacking down. Yeah. Um, but you have to build, it, it's a, it's a space where you feel like you can build rapport with this with this other person um so you know you want to make sure that they're also actively listening um to you as well thank you thank you again Mm -hmm. for your time though this this was this was good i'm excited to yeah this i'm excited to publish this one (laughs) okay Um, awesome (laughs) yeah yeah so this is this is in my humble opinion with Chaz douglas um please go on chazdouglas.com you can look me up on there if you're looking to publish or get your story out there i'm uh available go on chazdouglas.com and i love to work with you again aisha thank you for your time this was good thank you so much